Hey you, yeah you, love the show and want more content? Well now you have the opportunity to help support the show through Apple subscriptions and Patreon. You'll get a shout out on the show and you'll also have exclusive access to not one, but two extra quick take episodes every week. Just subscribe through Apple Podcasts or head over to MultiplayerSquad.com to see our Patreon page. We appreciate the love and support that you have all shown us. Now on to what is sure to be our greatest episode ever. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all having a wonderful Monday as you tune into this episode of the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. On this show, we do not bring hard-hitting gaming journalism, but we are two dads who love gaming. We love having free-flowing conversations about the games that we pick up and play. Please help us out by rating the podcast five stars and leaving a review if your podcast app allows. Also, please consider supporting the show by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or on Patreon by visiting MultiplayerSquad.com. Today is a special episode because this is a Deep Dive Monday. We are jumping on the hype train of Splitgate, which seems to only be gaining more and more speed as word of mouth spreads. We're going to be talking about what we thought of the game, and then before wrapping it all up, we will read some community reviews, play Make Love, Marry, or Murder, and decide where Splitgate belongs on our overall leaderboard. I am your host, Paul, and joining me... He's on a killing spree. It's Josh. Man, if people weren't having a good Monday before, Paul, they certainly are now. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I, it's, this is going to be a good episode, man. I'm amped to talk all things Splitgate. Uh, uh, we've been playing a lot of it, making sure that uh, you know we are experts yes. in the field of Splitgate and portal technology, Paul. <laughs> exactly. And on top of it all, being a free-to-play game, man, I feel like there's not a whole lot of times we get to cover games that are free, and spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure we both enjoyed this game quite a bit, so I'm very excited to talk about Splitgate. Now, this is a game that has actually been out for more than two years, and that in and of itself is a little bit of a story, but this released all the way back on May 24th. 2019 on PC, but do you want to tell the people a little bit about why we're talking about it now in 2021? Yeah. Did you play it back then? I did not. I remember we mentioned it on the show. We had talked about it, and I had seen video, but I had not played it. See, I had played it way back in the day. I remember the words Halo and Portal came came around, and I jumped on that train the second I could, and... For whatever reason, man, it just didn't stick. It was very early on. I think it. I think the gameplay just wasn't there. I think the maps weren't there. I do remember trying it. I went, you know, it's a really neat idea, but it just didn't click. I forgot all about Splitgate until, I don't know, what, two weeks ago? When suddenly the world just splitgated itself into popularity? <laughs> Yeah, like everybody at once decided to play it when it released on console with crossplay. And maybe it just needed like a new injection of life. But next thing I knew, everyone was raving about the game. And our Discord server was bumping where people kept talking about Splitgate. And we felt like we had to jump on that train while it was getting going. 
Yeah, it's so you know that was the catalyst. Is it, you know this game has been around for a couple of years now. Um, it's been in you know I think early access or beta the whole time, but they did release it on <laughs> right. console. It it was free to play, and apparently that was the dynamite that they needed to get this thing out there because it started just exploding in popularity. Um, so much so that the servers couldn't keep up. They actually had to like make an announcement and say, look, we're sorry for these like 30 minute queue times, but this is like the servers aren't programmed for this. And there was like some weird technical breakdown about 64 bit systems and all. I don't know. That's, that's beyond me, Paul. I'm just a simple gamer. <laughs> it's beyond our pay right? <laughs> Yeah. But because of the popularity, they got a huge influx of cash. They've expanded the servers. Queue times now are almost non-existent, you know, from what we've seen lately. Um, but yeah, so they are enjoying the limelight. We wanted to bring it to the limelight for those that have heard of it, but maybe don't know what this game is about. And so as we do, Paul, we threw ourselves on the sword. We volunteered to be the guinea pigs. Yeah. And, Which is sometimes uh, not fun. <laughs> but if I'm going to throw myself fun. on a game, this one's not bad. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, we're going to break it all down. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the quick history of Splitgate, in case anybody was wondering. Yeah, it's so funny to have a game explode like this a full two years later. All right, so I've got the description here from Steam. It's relatively short. Splitgate is a free-to-play, fast-paced multiplayer shooter that features player-controlled portals. This sci-fi shooter takes the FPS genre into a new dimension with its portal mechanics, delivering high-flying, multi-dimensional combat. IGN describes Splitgate as Halo meets Portal. And so even you quoted that. I kind of feel like that became the tagline for Splitgate. Oh, and yeah. when you're talking about Halo and Portal, these are kind of like once-in-a-generation kind of game. Dude, we're talking chocolate and peanut butter, man. <laughs> Apples and cinnamon, <laughs> right. Paul. Peanut butter and jelly... Uh yes, uh salmon and cereal oh, as gross. Jake said earlier today on on oh. Discord. Uh, but is it fair to compare Splitgate and to call it Halo meets Portal? Uh, yeah, I think it is. To be honest, now I, I mean, okay, if, if we're gonna nitpick, Portal is a puzzle game, and there is no puzzle in this game other than the matchmaking sometimes. Sure. Um, but I mean, the portals are a direct ripoff. I, I think maybe they changed the color instead of like a blue and a yellow portal. You have a purple and a yellow portal or something. I mean, they, they did change it up just a little bit, but I mean, yes, I think that's a very fair assessment to be honest. Yeah, it's, that's exactly what this game is, right? This game plays exactly like Halo, except for the fact that they let you shoot portals, which even have the same key bindings as when you play Portal. So you've got your one portal set to Q and your other portal set to E. And so as you're running around the map, you can throw out these portals and you can shoot and run and see through them. And everyone else has their own portals. You can jump through theirs as well. And I feel like that is kind of like... Comparing the game to such high standards, I think, is usually a bad idea. But in this case, it's exactly what Splitgate is. It really is Halo meets Portal, and I think that's a very fair comparison. Now, now, can we talk about what percentage this is? Because this game, oh, okay, ninety percent. <laughs> it's ninety percent Halo, man. I mean, yeah. they made no 
qualms whatsoever about ripping off Halo as much as they possibly could. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. And not only does it... Well, and and I, I have a question coming up later where maybe we can talk about how similar it is to Halo. But I, when when we first jumped in, I was a little fearful that it would be too much Portal, where I thought, well, if this game is going to be so fast paced and it's a first person shooter, I am trying so hard to get the edge on people and to get headshots. But now, if we can shoot portals anywhere we want. In my mind, I was kind of expecting the game to just be pure chaos. And the one thing that I did want to mention here is that the game actually plays, I would say, like a a, a good 80% of it is exactly the same as how you play Halo. And then the portaling is maybe in that 15 to 20% range. It's much more like Halo than it is like Portal, but I, I think that's a good thing as well. I was kind of worried what the portal system might be like. I think it's because when you see highlights of this game, it's always somebody doing some crazy portal trick or flank or something like that, because that's what sets this game apart, right? Yeah. Is the, that you have that ability. So when you see highlights, it's always involving the portals, which makes you think, oh, man, this is going to be like a brain bending game. Kind of like you said, like I was a little bit worried about that as well. And it's not the case at all. Like the portals fit into the game very, very well. Like we even have a few friends that say they hardly ever use the portals. They play it like Halo and they just run around. Sure. I'm a little bit opposite. Like I really enjoy trying to use the portals like effectively and sneaking behind somebody or, you know, flanking the team or something like that. So I think it lends itself to the ability to play how you want. But ultimately, this is like Halo cloned out with just a, a, a like a different color eyes or something yeah. sure <laughs> it, yeah it, it's a little bit like halo on crack yes. <laughs> with the portal elements so i thought this was really interesting to prep for this episode i was reading a little bit about the background of splitgate and i thought this was actually really neat so this game started out with two guys who were going to stanford university And they started making this as their senior year project. And so they started putting together this element. They felt like they really loved Halo. They really loved Portal. And they said, why have we not seen Portals put in with other genres? Why is it only in the puzzle genre? And so they just started creating a demo of what this might look like. They released the demo. It had overwhelming support from like friends and other people at the school. It, they had a funny story where they were trying to beg their friends to play it. And their friends were like, dude, we got to study. We got it, you know, midterms coming up. We don't really have a lot of time. And so they sat their friends down and said, just give us 45 minutes. And a few of their friends are like, all right, fine. You can have 45 minutes. And then five hours later, they were still playing the rudimentary demo. And so then they started raising a bunch of funds. They created their own development studio. And now fast forward a few years and they've got the hottest game in town. What a, what a cool story. That's a, I mean, that's living the dream right there, you know? And, and honestly, I, I wish like every good game could make the limelight. Like this is just sadly, there's probably some amazing games out there that just don't catch on for whatever reason. The cycle, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a perfect example. We've mentioned the cycle many times in the past, but it was an amazing game. It was not popular for some reason. And those developers kept trying and trying and trying to find ways to make it popular until they just ruined the game. 
Yeah. But, you know, so I wish that there was a way for these great games to always become popular and, and you kind of explode onto the scene. And I love it when it happens, though. Like, we've seen it with Valheim. We're seeing it with Splitgate, Among Us. You know, there's so many games just recently that this has happened to. And it's awesome when it happens, man. You know, but but like, how much of a dream is that? You're a two-guy studio. You're doing this for a senior project or whatever. You know, they probably felt bad, right? Because it didn't catch on for a couple years. But here we are now. And I mean, we're doing a show on it because people <laughs> have been saying, hey, when are you guys going to do Splitgate? And yeah. it's it's fun. I mean, you know, there's we got excited about doing this show for, for a good reason. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now, Josh, can you please tell the people a little bit about the deep lore and the storylines behind Splitgate? All right. So you see what happened was, is that there was a guy with some armor and then he got a portal gun because this robot uh-huh. trapped him in the facility. Okay. Mm-hmm. The robot was kind of this really rude, evil lady. Ro- oh, wait, no, I'm getting my games confused. Uh-huh. Wait, no, this game has no lore and no story and they don't care. That's exactly right. Oh, man. This is a game that focuses 100% on just you, you, you load in the game for the first time. And all you do is click play, and then you jump right into a match and you start playing. They kind of assume that you're already familiar with Halo and Portal. You get a very minimal tutorial that takes just a minute, but this game does not have a single player mode. There is no story to follow. This game is solely based on what would make for fun PvP matches, and that's really all they care about. And I think that's how you should focus development for this kind of game. It is 100 percent an arena shooter yes. you know and you and i i can't remember it was a few episodes ago that i was kind of lamenting the fact that arena shooters had kind of lost popularity right unreal tournament quake i mean these are the games that i grew up on i don't mean to sound old i'm you know i'm really trying to be younger in my in my podcasting <laughs> you know stuff here but everybody knows i'm old what, what good is it but but you know it's funny because it's that's what they went for they said we're we're gonna build an arena shooter when you do that, it is all about the gameplay. It is all about the gunplay. There's no lore. There's no backstory. There's no nothing, man. And you better make your game good because that's all it's got to stand on. But that's exactly what they went for. Yeah. Now, you were kind of bringing this up just a minute ago, but I wanted to ask you a question. Would you say Splitgate is an homage or a ripoff of Halo. <laughs> oh, it's a ripoff, buddy. <laughs> but in a good way. I, like I said, you know, it's I, it's it's one of those things I cannot fault these guys. You can tell they loved Halo. This game feels like Halo. And so they did Halo justice in that sense. Did they rip it off? A hundred percent, man. Like 100%. we were joking the other day that like ninety percent of the game modes are directly ripped off from Halo game modes. I mean, oddball. Who names it? Like, who names it? Oddball. King of the Hill. Even the names. You know, yeah. right? Uh, Team SWAT. Like, uh, there's everything <laughs> about this is directly pulled from Halo. But you know why it works? Because they don't try to hide it. You know, they don't try to mix it up just a little bit so that it's like Halo. But then it's like, oh well, we're tricking you guys because it's like Halo, but it's not Halo. They just went, dude. You know what? <laughs> we're gonna make this as much like Halo as we possibly can. <laughs> Yeah, it's Halo with portal guns. That's the only spin. They did not try 
to alter really anything. Even the characters, they look right out of Halo. You know, I mean, yes, you get some cosmetics and you can change their, you know, their cosmetic look, but even the default character, it could be Master Chief, for all you know. Like, it, it looks the same, it plays the same. It's like if Master Chief got his armor from, like, Goodwill. Yeah, <laughs> that is fair. You know, yeah, maybe just a, a tiny tier below, you know, quality wise. But yeah, the modes are the same. A lot of the maps feel very similar to Halo maps. The gunplay feels almost identical. The weapons are nearly identical. And you know why? I think another reason this game caught on in popularity, everyone has been waiting for Halo Infinite for such a long time that I think a lot of people just kind of realized, oh, this just gives me a new Halo game right now. And I have said multiple times, this is the perfect stopgap game until we get the next official Halo, whenever Infinite eventually comes out. And this is the perfect game to hold you over for that. Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, they did a good job by by designing it after Halo. It really captures that feel. Two of our very good friends that we game with a lot are massive, massive Halo fans. They've been playing Master Chief Collection for like the last year, even though we pick <laughs> on them for it. You know, but it's just they're just in love with it. And when we introduced them to Splitgate, it was funny because they laughed and they said, "Dude, this is Halo." Yeah, you know, and we just went, yeah, yeah, it's Halo, but with portals, and like I said, and one of them not doesn't even use old. the portals. <laughs> yeah, right, and, yep. and you could play it as a straight up FPS if you really want. Although clearly, the hook and the draw in this game is the portal system. So I thought we could take a few minutes to talk about that into a little bit more detail because the portals are not just there to traverse the map. Although I do think that is a great benefit of it. Even on the very big maps, you don't have to run all the way across. You can shoot these portals. You can get anywhere you want. You can catch up with your team. You can try to flank the enemy team. You know, the, So that is a great benefit to the portals. But you can also use it in regards to the shooting and the gameplay. So do you want to talk a little bit more about how you can use the portals it's, to your advantage? It's so cool that they did it like this too. So the the beauty of the portals is you get two of them. You have to put you know one down and then you put the other one where you want it to go. And there you go. You can teleport through. Um, you know, they are different colors, so you can kind of, you know, remember which key bind is which you can close your portals at will, which is really neat. So you can run through one. And if an enemy is chasing you, you can close it right behind you. Because, and then they run into the wall. Right, and then they run into the wall, <laughs> but because the enemies can use your portals as well, which is really cool. Now, the only difference is you can see through your portals. If you use a teammate's portal or an enemy's portal, you can't see through it. So you can't see what's on the other side. So you kind of have to just jump through blindly. Uh, and I, I'll tell you right now, I've jumped through an enemy portal and had three bad guys staring me in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> like, you know. But um, yeah, you they let you shoot through the portals. So that is really cool because I have found what I do with them a lot of times is trying to get a portal way up high um, and then, you know, have a safe area in the map where I'm behind like a wall or something where I can peek through because it gives me a bird's eye view of the map. And then you can sit there and just snipe people from a really good vantage point. Um, but one thing that I guess we should mention is you cannot put a portal anywhere you want. And, and this is why it works so game. well. And that's exactly right. It is why it works so well. 
Um, there are only certain surfaces in a map that you can put portals. Now, there's a decent bit of them. It's not like it's super restricted, but they kind of give you this blue... Like, like pattern. Yeah, like a blue pattern. It's very obvious. It's like, oh, hey, I can shoot a portal there. And like I said, they're all over the map. Um, you know, they've got cool little areas, like usually at the bottom of the map, because you can fall off of these maps. There's an area down below where you can, you know, fall, shoot a portal, fly through that, rocket yourself across the map if you want to. There's a lot of different things we you can do with them. Yeah, and the interesting thing, because this is kind of what I wondered is since I can only see through my own portal, oftentimes I can see someone through the portal and I'm shooting them. But since they can't see me, how is that going to all be balanced? And the way that they did it is if someone's aiming through the portal, even though you can't see through the enemy portal, there is a visual cue that someone's on the other side. And if you put your reticle over the enemy, your reticle turns red. So if you start getting shot through a portal, you still have the ability to shoot back And I'm sure you've killed tons of people like I have just by firing through enemy portals. So it's not like they're they're not invisible, really. You can still shoot them, but there's still that advantage where if you're looking through your own portal, you can actually see. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's done so well that you can use the portals to your advantage. They're a lot of fun, and I don't feel like it makes the game too chaotic. Uh, because I, I think if you had giant matches of like 20 versus 20 people, maybe this would look completely bananas. But since these matches are almost all four versus four, it actually works really well. And the thing, too, there is a little bit of risk because enemy portals always show up as red. So if you see a red portal, you know that's an enemy portal. And you can just, I mean, occasionally I'll just blindly fire into one. I won't even wait for the reticle. It's just like, hey, let me, you know, let me let them know that I know their portal is there. So there is that risk reward because like I said, if I put a portal way up high trying to snipe people, it's this glaring red window that says, hey, somebody please shoot me in the face (laughs) through this portal because it's pretty obvious that it's there. So they're not like these sneaky things. You know, it's great when you can pull off a sneaky portal, but it's usually not going to last for very long either. So there definitely is that risk reward factor and the cool thing that the game does now i haven't had any really good experiences with it is that they do give you grenades in this game but the grenades are not for offense the only thing that the grenades do are close enemy portals so i guess it's like if you can run up on somebody you could throw the grenade and trap them like maybe, you know, like I just I haven't figured out that aspect of it to be real effective with that. But it does give you the ability to say, hey, there's an enemy portal. I don't want that there. Let me go ahead and, and close that. Yeah, the grenades are very funny because I think anyone who has played Halo has the muscle memory of chucking in your grenade as you go in to close the distance and fight with your gun. And even still, I'll play matches where people are level 10, 15, 20, and they still try to throw grenades at me, which cracks me up because I'm like, dude, you've been playing this game now for like 15 hours. Like, you you need to <laughs> just stop trying to chuck the it's grenades. That muscle memory, man. But you want to, right? It's like, yeah. I, I know I have grenades, and so you want to throw them, but they have no effect on enemy players. And since your portal gun can fire at will, 
I mean, every once in a while, you'll close a portal, and they'll just immediately reopen it, and you can throw another grenade and close it, and they'll just reopen it again. So I don't think there's a whole lot of strategy to using the grenades that I've seen, but you can actually get really strategic with your portals. So one of the things that I almost felt like it was a a real mind-blowing experience is where I put a portal on a wall... I ran past it and I put another portal right in front of me. And when I look through, I can see my own backside. And so it's this almost like surreal experience where if someone runs up behind you, you can actually cover your own back. So you're both shooting at each other, but you're both like facing the same direction, which is really wild. It's hard to explain. (laughs) It's very hard to explain. But you can also do really neat things. Like I've had people chase me through my portal, but I know that they're like a full second behind me and I'll jump through my own portal. And then right before they jump through, I'll shoot the other color portal like off to my right. So now I go through my portal and then I put the portal where I want them to come out and I'm already ready for them. So if someone chases you, that can actually be to their own detriment where they think they're pulling up right behind you. But now I've got like my range weapon out and I'm ready for it. So when you start to add this kind of extra level of strategy, it really raises the uh like just the strategic gameplay. It's not just clicking heads like Call of Duty. I find this to be so much more infinitely fun. I think the time to kill is spot on. I think the portal stuff is amazing. Our friend James, who might be the biggest Halo fan of them all, he said, "Well, I guess now Halo just needs to add portals." Yeah. And I was like, well, there you go. Like, that's all you need to say is, is for, like, the biggest Halo fan to think that, you know, it, it was such an ingenious idea. It, it's it's very hard to explain unless you jump in and play it. It's very fun. It's not daunting, though. Like, that's the thing is I've seen a lot of people, and you and I kind of touched on this earlier, is that it's like, I think the idea of the portals turns a lot of people off because they're like, I don't have the brain capacity to want to have to worry about that. And I don't mean that in like a negative sense, but it's just like, if I'm playing a shooter, I want to concentrate, like you said, on clicking heads and positioning and that kind of stuff. But the portals, they enhance the game. But you don't have to master the portals to be good at Splitgate. You know, they're there if you want them and they add this delicious layer to the cake. Yes. But it's still a good cake even without that layer. Like if you don't like fancy, you don't have to be fancy, you know, in that yeah. regard. And you can you can be just as effective without them. Um, so it's really neat how they balanced it. It's it's very cool in the sense that it's like you you can't portal just anywhere you want. They're always the same on every map. So it's not like it rotates and changes up or something like that. You know, you start to learn, you know, where you like to go, how to get there quickly, how to flank the enemy team. Um, you start to learn, oh, there's one way up high, that guy's sniping, you know, that kind of stuff. So you, you do pick it up fairly quickly, but it's not like you have to love portals to love Splitgate. Yeah. The guys who developed it said that their goal was to make the game easy to learn but hard to master they they specifically said they wanted it to feel like rocket league where the rules you can immediately understand within two minutes of gameplay but then you can still play the game for thousands of hours and still be getting better and improving how you can play the game and i feel like they did a very good job in that regard yeah 
All right, now let's talk about some of the game modes. So you already mentioned a little bit as far as like uh, oddball, and you had <laughs> mentioned. Uh, did you mention shotgun sniper? Mode? I did not mention so, shoddy snipers. I said oddball. Yeah. Uh, team SWAT. <laughs> oh yeah, team SWAT. Um, I think uh, King I of mean, the Hill. King of the there, Hill. Yeah, there's a few other modes as well. There's VIP, there's team deathmatch, kind of a lot of the greatest hits that you see in other games. I think one of my favorite modes, and uh, I don't remember if this is in Halo or not, although it probably is, but one of my favorite is Showdown. Not to be confused with Takedown, because I always confuse those two, but Showdown I thought was such a neat idea where you play on a crazy small arena and it's three versus three, and if you die, you don't respawn, and the last person standing, their team wins that round. And so it's like a best of ten, and it can go into overtime and you know keep going on from there. But I thought that that was such a fun mode, because a lot of times in these first-person shooters, you play really recklessly, and I think that that kind of mode where there's an elimination mechanic it kind of slows down a little bit uh, and it makes you kind of second guess whether or not to just jump and fly in the air that's something else we didn't mention you also get jetpacks that's the world's weakest jetpack though <laughs> it like am i the only one that thinks that paul well you don't need it you've got portals i feel like the jetpack is just there in case you place a portal in a in a weird spot it gives you a little bit of a chance as a buffer to like get where you wanted to be uh, it's not really designed to be like Farah in Overwatch, you know, but you do still have the jetpack. You do have a jetpack. It's terrible. Um, so it's there. Yes, you do need to use it from time to time, but I don't like the jetpack. Yeah, it, it only plays a small role in the gameplay. Uh, so I really like the showdown mode and I really like team deathmatch because I am generally not the kind of guy who's gonna run around like a wild man and get 26 kills in a match, but I'm very happy to strategically place portals. And if I go 15 and four, like to me, that's a really, really good game. I like playing that way. I I don't mind slowing it down just a little. Are are there any modes in particular that you care for? I like... I like a lot of them. I'm not such a fan of like the the showdown. Oddly enough, oh, you know, okay. I, it's like I like the chaos, and you know me, man. I have a hard time not just charging into the enemy team and dying right away. So sure, <laughs> that doesn't fit me so well. I really like Team SWAT. Oddly I enough, do too. I love okay, Team good. SWAT. See, I'm not too weird then because basically what SWAT is is it takes away the mini map. Right, you do have the radar mini map in the top corner where you can see enemy movement and stuff like that, but I'm terrible at looking at the minimap. And and so when they take that away, I feel like that doesn't hurt me at all, but it probably hurts other people that are used to relying on it. And then headshots in Team SWAT are are insta-kills no matter what. So it doesn't matter how wimpy your gun is. If, if one bullet hits somebody in the head, they're instantly dead. And the combination of you don't know where the enemies are, and if you land a headshot, they go down really quickly, means if you round a corner... And you hit your shots, you can wipe out an enemy team and nothing flat. Like, that's the mode to me where it's like, you know, ding, 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 there go three guys, they're all gone, and you just feel like an absolute beast. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, and I've had those moments, which maybe is why I like Team SWAT so much, but that's one of my favorites. Team Deathmatch is the go to, you know, just super fun mode. I, I think everybody likes Team Deathmatch. Um, 
I do not like VIP. Now, now here's the beauty of oh, this game. Oh, I think is, VIP is interesting. See, I didn't like VIP, man. It's just weird because like the VIP just runs around. He's got twice everybody's health, so he yeah. just runs around and wrecks you. You know, that's the point. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, a raid I boss. Guess. Each yeah. team, each team has a VIP that has double the health. And it doesn't matter how many kills you get. You only get a point if you kill the VIP. So it puts that target on your back, but you're kind of a little bit of a, like, you're like Rambo. So I think that one's kind of neat. And then it, it tracks its own special stats. So at the end of the match, it'll show how many kills did you get as VIP? How many times did you kill the VIP? And uh maybe it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I like that it's there. And when you queue... You can just check off whatever ones you want to queue for, uncheck what you don't like. See, that's what I was going to say. And that's great. I love the fact that this game says, hey, here's 12 different game modes. Pick the ones you want to play. And like you said, you can just select all of them and just take whatever it gives you. Or you can say like, yeah, I don't really feel like VIP. Don't feel like chasing people around with the ball. So I'm going to uncheck oddball. Um, you know, domination sounds fun. Okay. Like I like control points, that kind of stuff, but I really like the fact that they do have all the modes and I love the fact that they let you select which modes you're in the mood for. Yeah. And then the last thing that I'll say as far as the mods go or modes go is that they also have a timed mode section. So for example, they might have something like team fiesta, which just completely randomizes your loadout every match. And then, then there's another one called insta jib. And that's where you start out with the railgun, but you don't have to charge it. You can just left click. I played that mode the other and day. It's and it's already that was charged. Fun. It <laughs> that was, that was a neat. fun mode. Yeah. Now, we have to talk about the teabag mode, too. Oh. Because they, they did a limited time mode where you only... It's kind of like the... Um, what's the dog tag mode in Call of Duty? Yeah, I think it's called dog tag but Is maybe i'm wrong i can't remember now but yeah you know we're so instead of going to collect the dog tag you actually have to teabag the enemy to score a point to confirm which i the thought kill. was just absolutely hilarious you know it, it's one of those things where again this is an homage to the arena shooters i mean that's kind of where teabagging was born i like the fact that the developers threw that in there i mean yes teabagging is a trolley thing to do i would never endorse other people doing that do as I say, not as I do, you know, um, but it was pretty funny that they threw that mode in there. So they do have a good sense of humor, too, which is nice. Yeah, and you can do custom matches. There's also ranked modes. They they do make you level up a bit before the ranked modes unlock, and you just get to queue for what you want. I mean, they also have gun game, which is now like in every first-person shooter. There's just so many different ways to play, which I think is very, very cool. Uh, we're at that halfway mark here, Josh. So let's go ahead and take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Look, gaming is a hobby, and like any great hobby, you need the best tools possible. There's a reason you never see pros using shoddy gear, and it's no different when it comes to gaming. Logitech provides some of the best peripherals in all the gaming world. That's why they've partnered with us to bring you into the same world as the pros. Head over to MultiplayerPodcast.com slash Logitech and marvel at the gear you've been missing. Do yourself a favor and stop using those cheap mice and keyboards. Get yourself a gray headset and hear what you've been missing. Logitech is where it's at, and now you know where to go to get the best gear out there. Now back to the best podcast out there. Shazam! All right, Josh, continuing our talk here of Splitgate. There are quite a few weapons in this game that I know this is really going to surprise you. 
they really seem to parallel Halo. No. <laughs> this what? game this game has a carbine, an assault rifle, pistol, railgun, sniper, battle rifle, rocket launcher, plasma rifle, SMG, the BFB, which maybe I'll let you explain what that is, <laughs> a shotgun, and the oddball. So the oddball itself, you can actually uh have a have it look like a disco ball. And it's a one-hit kill. And you're oh, just bashing that people. feels so good when you smash yeah. somebody with a disco ball. <laughs> yes. And then uh, the BFB, maybe we'll just say it's it's a really big bat. It's the that you big can run freaking around. bat, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it's a one-hit it's kill. A, it's an electronic-looking baseball bat. However they did that, but it is, and it makes a nice little thunk sound when you hit somebody <laughs> with it. Yes. And it's a one-hit kill. Funny story. I actually cleared out an entire room of guys. It was me and four of the enemy. There's only four man teams and they had dropped down. I think we were playing oddball and they were trying to chase the guy with the ball. There was this little round room and I was in there with the bat and they all dropped down and I just bunny hopped my way and swung like a madman. (laughs) Got a quad kill. It was the greatest feeling ever. But yeah, that bat's fun when you can make it work. Oh, it always felt wrong not to swing. Right, Josh? (laughs) Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and there are a lot of different weapons. I really enjoy the battle rifle, which is another reason that I loved team SWAT because that is the three burst fire mode and you don't really need to do ADS. It's really accurate. And to me, being able to line that up with headshots, I find to be very satisfying. I also really love the shotgun jumping through enemy portals you have a decent chance to be right next to someone and they probably have a sniper or a range weapon. So one of the things I love with the shotgun or the SMG is to try to come at a portal at a really steep angle so they can't really see me and I just jump through it and just go to town. So that's a really fun way to play also. I will say the snipers are maybe just a little underwhelming. Yeah, I I mean they're just a tad they're they're you know if you if you headshot somebody it's a one hit shot they have a quick refire rate which is kind of neat to them but they're probably my least favorite to be honest i'm with you i love the battle rifle on team swat it's funny that you say that cuz that is absolutely my favorite combination of weapon and mode that three shot burst that the battle rifle has if you can line it up like i said you can wipe an enemy team pretty quick you know, um, I love that one. I, I like close range weapons. A lot of people aren't a fan of the SMG because it's like it does a little bit of damage really, really fast. And so I just love the sound that it makes because there you do get that hit register when a bullet hits somebody. Right. So I really like that, like, <laughs> and the guy's dead, you know, versus the shoddy where it's just and then the guy falls over. Um, but yeah, the weapons in this game feel amazing. I think I've had the rocket launcher like twice ever. It's not oh, on yeah. every map. Um, feels really good when you rocket somebody in the face, but they did a really good job. I mean, all of the weapons feel different. They feel good. Oddly enough, I'm a huge fan of the assault rifle. I am like, too. It's I like just it. the basic weapon. You always start out with it. But it's got it's fairly accurate. It's got a good rate of fire. And I love the fact that it has like, a, I don't know, maybe like a two or four time scope on it where you can zoom in, but it's still accurate even through the scope, which is nice. So they've done a really good job of making all the weapons feel good. Yeah, I think the only weapon I don't like is the railgun. Oh, and I hate that gun. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I really like Instajib where it's already charged. So this gun fires a little differently where you have to press and hold the mouse button down. 
and then the gun will quickly charge over the course of like a full second. But then it's like almost like a guaranteed one shot kill. So you kind of have to press and hold it while tracking the enemy player. And in a little way, it's almost like right clicking maze ice attack in Overwatch, except it's a longer delay than that. And it has very limited ammunition. And anytime I grab that railgun, I'm going to miss my first oh, two I to died. three shots. Guaranteed. Yes. Every single time yeah. I die. Now, it is a one-shot kill, even if you don't headshot them. Like, if you hit them with the railgun, they're dead. The problem is, is that as it's charging up, it develops this, like, glow on the front of the barrel, which distracts me, number one, because I like pretty <laughs> lights. So I wind up watching that instead of where the enemy's at. I whiff the first shot, and by the time the second one is charging up, the other guy has just wrecked me at that point and then i'm just embarrassed because i'm like oh i had this really strong gun and i lost to you know your assault rifle or something but yeah i do not like the real gun at all i don't either and it's the only one that i don't like maybe i just need more practice with it but i've never done good with it and the maps in this game there are so many maps and i find their names to be really confusing i have played so much Splitgate these last couple weeks I still don't know the names and you vote on the map. So when the game is loading in, it lets everyone choose between two maps or a random. And I look at them. I still don't know what they are. I have to wait till the map loads. And then I go, Oh, this one. I I love this map. I'm like, I, I don't know. Olympus. Which one's Olympus? I don't remember. I, it really is funny. Cause like when, as the map's starting, it throws up two maps and it's like, would you like to play muckety muck or would you like to play gobbledygook? And I'm like, I yeah. don't know either one I of these, man. And I'm surprised uh, every single, I do, I do not know a single map name in this the game. The only one I know is the arena <laughs> that we said is like the gladi. And I still can't the think short, of the name. Maybe the really it's arena. Maybe, is that arena? But I remember yeah. thinking like, that's my favorite map. It reminds me of American gladiators. And that's the only map that I know. And even right now, I can't think of the name of it. It might be Arena, but it might be called something else. Um, but yeah, I'm with I'm you, man. Sure. I have zero clue like which maps I really like. I have zero clue about the layout of the maps. I'm starting to recognize them. But these are decent-sized maps, too. And so it's, you know, it's funny that there's so many of them. And... Half of them are hit or miss, in my opinion. And that might just be because I don't know the maps real well. Like, you can tell Mm -hmm. when somebody does know the map because they know all the good hiding spots. They know the portal spots. They're wrecking you. They're watching the corner that everybody's going to run around and that kind of stuff. And it could just be a lack of experience in that regard. But... Yeah, there's... I don't even know how many maps there are. I want to say there's probably like 15 maps or so. Maybe even more. It feels like a lot. And I remember... Jumping back into Halo Master Chief Collection, it was very quick where you kind of learned like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm going to suck at this game until I learn where the sword is or where to grab the sniper. And you had to know the maps. And Splitgate, I would say it's not quite as essential, but you do have to learn the map. And the more you play, you'll start to develop some common strategies. Like I know that there's one map. Again, I don't know the name. It's a giant circle in the middle where you can go downstairs into like a little dungeon or you can run around a giant cube that's placed around the circle. And I've just learned in every match, I can immediately stick a portal across up near the ceiling and then place a portal right in front of me. And as soon as anyone enters that giant circle, I've got a bird's eye on the whole thing. 
and almost always I can immediately get one to two kills in a match before people figure out what I'm doing. And that's just something that you start to develop the more you play the games and the better that you know the maps. Yeah, and that's the fun part. Once you start to learn that and you know where the good portal spots are and you know where you can kind of hide, right? Like Because, I mean, a lot of people do this is you find a safe little corner of the map, you throw one portal out up high, and then you sit in this corner with a portal right in front of you so that you can see everything. That way you don't get flanked. You can kind of peek around. You know, that kind of stuff. But the, you know, the map that I had mentioned, the arena is perfect because if you're quick, you can throw a portal that's near the enemy side. And then when they all run out, there you are flanked behind them, but you're yeah. on your side. Like you're looking at them through the portal and you can just sit there and pick people off from behind and they don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing enough. funnier than when someone runs with their back to the portal and you're shooting them and they, they try so hard to turn around. But if you're using like the carbine, it's like three clicks at the most and you're going to kill them. And it's always so funny to see them like stop and maybe they jump and they try turning and they're just already dead in the water. It, it's, it's hilarious. Now, one other very funny thing about this game, Josh, I don't know if you know this. But have you taken a look at the career stats screen in Splitgate? No, I, I mean, I do like the fact that they have the after like match stats so you can see right. how you did on the leaderboard and stuff. I have not looked yeah. at the career stats. Oh, there's they track some interesting ones. You can it tracks how many times you've teabagged dead corpses. <gasps> it is a stat. Uh-oh. Mine is zero because I do not teabag Uh-oh. opponents. I am focused more on where's the next guy going to be. But yeah, so they actually even track that in the game, which is once again a nod to the old Halo days. One of the tool tips on a loading screen says after you kill someone, try running over their corpse and crouching. <laughs> so there's even like little in-game nods to the idea yes. of teabagging. It's very funny. <laughs> uh, now, you might wonder, how does this game make any money? Because it's free to play and it has a battle pass model. You can also buy in-game currency to buy cosmetics. There are a lot of cosmetics in this game. You can change your armor. You can change the skin on every individual weapon, kind of like Apex or PUBG. You can change the color of your portals. You can change the appearance of your portal gun, which you don't even really see in the matches, but even that can change your sprays, your emotes. Uh, this game, I feel like they kind of give you sprays and emotes. I don't, I don't ever see anyone really use those. I don't, the only emote that I've seen is the guy turns around and wiggles his butt at you. And I've had, I've <laughs> yeah. had some enemies when they, you know, get lucky and, and, you know, kill me instead of me killing them. We'll turn and do the butt wiggle thing. And it's pretty funny to be honest, <laughs> it is because it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, you know, um, it's got quite possibly the worst emote I think I've ever seen in a video game, which is the, the picture, the yeah, picture thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah, I'm yeah. like, Oh, this is so bad. But now you and I are probably jaded because, you know, neither one of us really care about cosmetics. I have seen some very cool looking armor that looks like it's almost like a space nebula or something like that. So even though the models in this game are not super detailed, I have seen some pretty cool looking armor. So Mm -hmm. like I have to give them credit for that. And it's, it's pretty spectacular. It's almost like rocket league in the sense of like the different, just astronomical like paint jobs and moving, you know, colors and swirls and schemes and stuff that they can do in Rocket League. I feel like they did pull a little bit of that in there. Um, but yeah, I I mean, there's a lot of cosmetics. I just could care less, to be honest. Yeah. And, and the last thing I'll say before we jump into community reviews 
is that if if I'm going to be a little bit nitpicky, I think probably the worst thing in Splitgate is having to open those oh, stupid loot boxes. Yes, it's the worst. I mentioned that the other night. That is yeah. the worst loot box opening experience I have ever seen. It takes so long. You have to take a nap in between every loot box. <laughs> I feel I remember- like it takes so long and the guy moves like he's constipated or something. Like uh, it's just I, I guess we need to describe this now. But when yeah, you go, go to open it. a loot box, it puts you into a screen where your guy is standing in front of this like just little platform or whatever, and he looks very stiff and awkward. And he reaches down and he pulls this like giant slot machine lever that's like yep. built into the floor. <laughs> So he pulls this lever and then a ball falls from the ceiling and goes into a portal in the floor and then sits there and loops around over and over and over again. And you think, okay, well, that's fine. Except that you have to watch this thing loop like 10 times before (laughs) the button will pop up that says open. Yep. (laughs) It's like, why? Why are you making me do this? So then you click it. And then something that you don't know what it is, you know, splashes on screen and goes, ta-da, like, here's your loot. But here's if you have, like, five of skin. these things, right, if you have, like, five of these, <laughs> you're stuck in this dumb room for, like, three minutes opening these balls, waiting for the, the loop to finish up. It's terrible, mm-hmm. man. Terrible. It's awful. I am up to 570 loot boxes in Overwatch. And I do not have time to open the loot boxes in that game. And in this game, it's legitimately, I'm not even exaggerating. It's like a full 30 to 40 seconds to try to open one loot box. <laughs> I, the first time I even bothered, I already had 10 of them and it, it took like 10 minutes to open all these boxes. I could not believe how long it took. Every game should just let me open all. Every game needs that. And then I'd be happy to open them and clear them out. But and this is very nitpicky. That's honestly it's probably funny my that you concern. brought that up because I remember whining about that the other night, and I'm glad that I'm not the only one that felt that way. No, you're not. <laughs> All right, so that's what we think about this game, Josh. What does the community think about Splitgate? All righty, I have dove in div, dove dove divin divin into the the depths dove. of the Steam reviews. <laughs> Divin. Um, to pull some that I thought were an accurate representation of the game or just made me chuckle. And so I thought, hey, that probably needs to be on the show. All right. So first one, this is not recommended. This guy has 0.9 hours on record. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> so 52 so minutes. Yeah. So this guy has not played for an entire hour even. And he says, game kind of sucks. Enemies has too much hit points. Portal thing is weird. (laughs) Like, do you know what game you're playing? Number one, enemies have too many hit points. Now, the time to kill in Splitgate is absolutely perfect, in my opinion. I was going to say the same. It is spot on with every single weapon. I can't, I don't know how they nailed it so well. And it's funny because, you know, our buddies that are used to Halo... Halo's time to kill takes is a while, right? Because you have to break through the shield first, and then you have to kill the person. There's no shields in Splitgate, but it could not be better. Like, yes, you can die very quickly, but at the same time, if somebody's shooting you with the assault rifle or something like that, you have enough time to turn around or to take cover or to challenge that person. 
I don't know what the magic formula is, but they nailed it. Like, absolutely nailed it. So I'm not sure why this guy's complaining about the hit points that people have. And then the portal thing is weird. Like, it's portals. Like, yeah, I, I don't that's know. That's how they so, work. <laughs> anyway, that one made me chuckle because it just, I was like, I don't know what this guy is talking about. I don't think he understands the game that he's playing. So, all right. This next one is recommended 13.4 hours on record. So decent bit of play time. The most fun I have had playing a... F- First-person shooter in a very long time. Easy to pick up and play and runs very well. Can't wait to see what the future holds for Splitgate. I'd recommend this to anyone looking for a fun experience. And that's Amen. a great summary. Yeah. You know, it's easy It's easy to jump into. You, This is not a game with a ton of stuff to master. It is anybody can hop in and pick up a weapon, run around, shoot somebody, throw a portal on a wall, walk through it, right? Like, it really is a very low entry level but there is that high level of play that's capable, you know, or possible for people that really get it too. So I, I like that. Um, I think okay, that's a very so fair then, review. Yeah, next one recommended six point two hours on record. Quite simple in concept, but difficult to truly master. A snappy, smooth, and responsive first-person shooter game with unique mechanics differentiating itself from the other arena shooters out there. The outplay potential is huge, and the skill ceiling is vast. This is for the people who felt left behind by the tactical trend in first-person shooter games and just want quick, fast-paced gameplay. Yes, it's Halo with portals, and it's a darn good combination. Wow, that's and, also really well-written and very it, fair. It really, it's it's perfect, right? It's like, uh, it, this is not Rainbow Six Siege. This is not, you know, like, I, I love the fact that he mentioned that tactical trend. This is an old-school arena shooter. And it, it doesn't try to be anything other than that, but it does that very, very well. Um, all right. And then last one, this is not recommended. This guy is 58 hours on record. So movement shooter <laughs> without movement. I have been playing this game since the day it came out and it feels like you're running around with a 20 pound backpack on your back. You can't air strafe and there is no way to slide out of sticky situations like in other movement shooters. My main complaint is the lack of quick mobility in this game. Add air strafing in a slide function, and I will probably like this game a lot more. I check back every time this game updates and end up rage quitting every time because the same thing happens to me. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. (laughs) You can crouch. You can jump. You can jetpack. You can portal. And this guy's telling me you don't have enough movement mechanics. He wants this. I I can tell you right now, this guy's been playing Apex, and he's been playing Titanfall 2, (laughs) right? Which is the makers of Apex, okay? Sure. Uh Because... this is not a movement shooter. Like, I don't get that, you know? Like, that's not a fair description. Like, air strafing and sliding? This game doesn't need that. Come on. That's not that kind of game. What are you doing up in the air that you want to strafe anyway? That sounds kind of crazy to me. I I think this guy just wants Apex, and it's not Apex, so he's a little upset by it. I, I don't know. That one was a little goofy to me, but it was like, it was such a weird criticism for a game. Because I think this guy just missed the mark completely. Do you feel slow in this game? Like you have a 20-pound backpack? I don't feel that way at all. I don't feel that way. Like I said, if you're playing Titanfall 2 or Apex, then yeah, this game's slower in its actual running speed. But the portals make up for that. Like, what's faster than teleporting to the other side of the map? (laughs) It's faster than light, right? It's literally going through a wormhole. Yeah, Yeah. and I, I do wonder what they have tinkered with over time and when some of these reviews were written. Maybe some of these things have been altered, but... Yeah, this game feels pretty good to me, movement-wise. It feels pretty fast. Yeah. 
Uh, the the jetpack's the only complaint. Todd mentioned it the other day. We were playing with Todd, and he said, I really wish that when you were close to an edge that you could grab the edge and mantle. Uh-huh. And that yeah. 100%, I really wish they would add that, because if you can't jetpack to where your feet are over the ledge, you're going to miss it, and you're going to fall. And that's yeah. frustrating. So I feel like if you can jetpack up to where my guy could grab it, I feel like I should be able to get on that ledge, but you can't. So, And Paul, how many times have I died from falling off the map? Uh, you and I have both had a few matches that were really bad. There's one match in particular, or one map, where it's a very vertical map, and there are, like, these little circular platforms with, like, small, tight walkways to other circles, and I cannot tell you, every time I get into a firefight, I end up backing up, like, while shooting, and I'll fall off the map. It's happened so many times. And the jetpack is not strong enough to get you back up. If you if you can it can if you're very quick to hit it, but you gotta be right on top of it. Yeah. All right. So that's what the uh, reviews on Steam uh, were, and now it is time for you and I to guess what we think the overall score for Splitgate is. So you want me to go first, or you want to go first? I'll let you go first. I think you won the last time. Did I? I probably did. It wouldn't surprise me. So, (laughs) Um, okay. So my guess is I thought this game was going to be liked a lot. I wasn't sure if the mechanics were going to be for everybody. I wanted to go high, but I didn't want to overshoot for the moon. So I guessed 88%. Okay. So here's my thing. Uh, Since I let you go first, I can be very strategic with this because my immediate thought was 82% only because this game's been out a long time and it didn't hit it big. And I bet there's a lot of reviews along the way that people did not give it great reviews. The game never passed 60,000 concurrent players and now it's well into the six digits. So you said 88, I'm going to go 87. Paul, that is not a nice thing to do, but you picked (laughs) the wrong side, buddy. It's higher. It is 91%. Uh, you know that what? is all time reviews. Yeah. And the, the Good recent job, reviews were actually like 92%. So recently people are loving it a lot. But yeah, 91% overall. I'm a little surprised. I, I was going to say, I bet it's where the recent reviews are really high. I'm I'm almost surprised it's not even a little higher. But good for them. I'm glad it's in the 90s. It deserves yeah. to be. Yeah, it really does. So, all right. I guess that means I get to introduce this next segment. Sure do. Let's hit that music. Hey, baby, you want to portal back to my place and split out of here? <laughs> Not bad. All right, I made <laughs> that up on the spot, Smooth. Paul. I really got to start doing these ahead of time so I don't feel like such an idiot right as we transition to the next segment. And then I go, oh, no, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. That That might be the best one yet. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Every now All and right. then I, I have a decent idea. <laughs> so this segment is make love marry or murder this is where josh and i each give our own rating is this long-term marriage material is it make love where you hit it and quit it or is it murder where you just want to get rid of it and never see it again i'm happy to go first i think this is a marry i really do i think really? there are so many game modes so many weapons And if you're into the cosmetics, you know, one thing we didn't even mention, there's also challenges. There's challenges that are daily, weekly, and seasonal 
challenges coming soon and there's challenges for every weapon there i mean one of the i remember seeing with the bfb it's like get a triple kill and you have to do that five times and that's a challenge i don't know how long you'd have to play this game to knock out stuff like that but i think there's a lot to do a lot of fun to be had it's merry all the way that's kind of interesting paul because as much as i have enjoyed playing this game I'm just kidding. It's a Mary for me too. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's very well done. I was going to say, this, just I feel, fun. this is a little bit of vindication because we have given Master Chief Collection such a hard time. People will hop in on our Discord and they haven't maybe listened very long and they're like, why do you guys hate Halo? And it's like, no, Josh and I love Halo. We don't want to play a 20 year old Halo Reach, you know, and, and this is exactly what I've been wanting. When Infinite comes out, I I think it's going to be really good. I don't know that I'm still going to play Splitgate at that point. Maybe this is just that stepping stone. But I feel like this will finally show the people how much we actually love the Halo genre, even though this is technically, you know, knockoff Halo. It's, it's a knockoff of Halo, but it did just enough to freshen up the formula. And that's exactly what we've been saying all along, is the Halo multiplayer formula feels old and stale. Splitgate, on the other hand, feels fresh and amazing. It's awesome. I mean, this is a Mary for me as well. I don't know, like you said, that I will play Splitgate over like Battlefield 2042 or Halo Infinite when it comes out. I have a feeling that I will move on to those games. But for what it is, which is a free-to-play game... In the meantime, while waiting. It's like... Thank you, man. Like, thank you very much for giving us this game to play because it's four man teams. It's not three, you know, so it's like usually we can fill out a squad, but we don't have other guys that are going like, oh, man, I wish I could play, you know, the maps, the the rounds are quick. The queue times are fast now. It's easy to just say, hey, guys, I got 15 minutes. I can play two rounds with you guys and then I got to go. It just it hits all the right notes it checks all the right boxes the nitpicks on this game are very minor the stupid opening up the drops thing is the worst of the bunch but yeah (laughs) i they this game is really really fun it was such a pleasant surprise to be able to jump into i i i I, we've had such a blast all right well josh let's go into our last segment here let's go to our leaderboard and see where this game stacks up All right. If you are new to the show, Josh and I have a, an overall leaderboard, which you can see at multiplayerpodcast.com. And we have done 52 deep dive episodes. And this is where we have to decide as a consensus where we want to place this game on the whole. We take a lot of things into consideration. How fun is it? How replayable? What's the cost? Does it have that it factor? And it's very subjective. So there are some games on this list you just might not agree with. Maybe we just have different personal preference. But we do our best to try to rank these. So if you're looking for something fun to play, that is a great place to start. So maybe it would help to just touch base on some of the free games that we have on our leaderboard. Apex Legends is two. Rocket League is three. We have Hearthstone at eight. Uh, Destiny 2 has some free content at 14. We've got Among Us at 19. I think it's fair to say Splitgate is going to be somewhere in that range, certainly. What are your initial thoughts on where you would put this one? Um, 
man, like part of me wants to just straight up replace like Black Ops Cold War with Splitgate. <laughs> Oh, like yeah? 16 like here's the here's the issue right there are different kinds of shooters and i know there's going to be call of duty fans that are going to be freaking out right now saying like how could you even put this next to black ops cold war it's a be- black ops is a beautiful game the the attachments and the weapon system are phenomenal but i have found that i have more fun in Splitgate with friends than yeah. i do in cold war like cold war was more about hey who could get the most kills but we're not really playing together as a team. You know, Splitgate lends itself to that actual team gameplay a lot more, in my opinion. Um, with the different game modes and stuff that it has, I find it to be very, very fun. I love being in chat with everybody. You don't know which mode you're going to get. You just kind of queue for all of them. I, I, I kind of put it in that range, but I think I actually like it better than Cold War. Um, I don't know that I would put it above Rainbow Six Siege. I feel like Siege is maybe just a more all-around game, but that's my thinking. Where, where, where are you at? This is where the leaderboard is so funny, because as, as I look at the top 19, I see like a good 12 games that I would say I would put Splitgate above those. I would put Splitgate above Terraria, Risk of Rain... Destiny 2 and Rainbow really? Six Siege. Yeah, I, I feel like for this one, I could be so talked you put into it at like 11. I could be talked into anything as high as five and anything as low as 12, 13, 14 range. Terraria, Risk of Rain. Wow. Uh, I like it a lot more than Black Ops Cold War. Black Ops Cold War was fun. It's just highly tactical. It's a little too sweaty. I feel like you start to lose some of the entertainment, and it almost feels... I think I even said this on the Black Ops Cold War episode. It feels more like work, and I don't feel great when I win a game. It's almost more of like, oh, there's almost like relief that I didn't do bad. Whereas Splitgate <laughs> exactly actually feels mean. fun. Even when someone gets the jump on me and I get to see the kill cam, even sometimes there I just start laughing. And I think it's hilarious how I got killed. Even that can sometimes be fun. And I don't think you can say that about a whole lot of first-person shooters. So, you know, I'm kind of anywhere in that range. If you're a little bit lower, you know, I think we're probably somewhere there in the teens. I don't know that I would want to put it above Risk of Rain. What if we put it above Destiny? What if we put it at 14? <laughs> of course you would say that. <laughs> Your life's mission is getting Destiny as low as oh, possible. Man. I mean, uh, I just, I, I, I want to try to be conscious of recency bias. We've been having a lot of fun with this game. You know, um, I think there's a heck of a lot to enjoy with it, but I'm just a little cautious of like, are we going to rank it too high because we've been having a lot of fun with it lately? And then it's like, oh, you know, that was fun, but... um, So you want to put I, it right below Risk of Rain 2, but above Destiny... Uh, yeah, below Risk of Rain 2 and above Destiny 2, I feel making like this number 14. I feel like that's a good spot. I mean, I was right. maybe a little bit, although not much, you know. I think that's a good spot for it. I don't think I could put it in the top 10. That seems a little opportunistic to me. You know, but I feel comfortable at the 14 range. All right. I have a feeling that maybe over time, I could kind of see Risk of Rain 2 and Splitgate rising a little bit. I feel like as time goes on, 
those games we're going to look back on more and more fondly, whereas well, we've we're kind already of looking at Risk of Rain too fondly. We said that an episode yeah. or two ago. I kind of miss playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, how funny then? We'll we'll have Splitgate here at number fourteen, and then, boy, poor Halo Reach is now number fifty out of fifty three. Can we just put so. a note next to it that says, stop looking at this, go play, go Split play Gate. Splitgate? See, see number 14? 100%. That is exactly what it is. And you know what? When Halo Infinite comes out, maybe that'll be that game to crack the top 10. I, I am so. a little hesitant, but I, I hope that'll be the case. I hope so. I mean, between that and Battlefield 2042, we've got some good shooters coming up. Or at least yeah, we, we hope so. We got some big ones to look forward to, certainly. All right. Well, that's all that we have here for today. So once again, we'd like to send out the bat signal, ask you guys to consider supporting the show. You can do that through Apple subscriptions or at MultiplayerSquad.com. If you do pledge on Patreon, you get a couple of really neat bonuses. We'll give you a shout out on the show. And you also get a couple of extra quick take episodes every week. And I think that's it for today. We'll be back on Thursday with This Week in Gaming. And we really hope that you guys are enjoying Splitgate here in the meantime until we see you on Thursday. Yeah. Just think of us like a free to play game, right? Like, you know, <laughs> yes. y- you get the entertainment for free, but if you really want to spiff it up some, you know, you just you buy a loot box or you, you, sure. know, you subscribe on Patreon or, or on Apple Podcast. I like what they do. I'll toss them. Yeah. Three bucks to subscribe for one month exactly. on Apple Podcasts. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, everyone. We'll see you next time. All right. See you, everybody. splitting out of here paul (laughs) why don't you make like a banana and split And, and split